0: Hey ladies and welcome to the Raw Podcast with Mallory. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. And we're going to go off-roading and a little bit off-script. And this one might be a little bit more raw and vulnerable than most. So if you're ready for that, buckle up because here we go. So I've been trying to get guests on the podcast, but with COVID and right now is just a really busy time. It's been hard to get those scheduled. So you've just been with me and I've been flying solo, but eventually we'll get a co-host and some guest speakers going. And so today, like I said, today's episode is a little bit different. I have it planned out, I had it planned out like who my guests were going to be and all the different topics. And of course, as you know, life just doesn't go as planned, right? And so we go with the flow. And so today's episode is just something that's recently happened. And a lot of my podcasts are, again, shaped around my story, my experiences. And so it kind of reminds me of when I would get ready for group therapy, uh, when I would go in and facilitate. Usually when I first started out, I was a little bit nervous. So I always had like a plan and an agenda. And then I found as I got more comfortable and my group got more comfortable, the best conversations came from things and topics that were not planned. It just you went with the vibe and the flow of the group and, and what was currently going on in their lives. And so that's a little bit of what I'm going to do here today. And just, again, no script. It's, I'm just coming on here chatting, but I know that this topic, a lot of people can relate to it. It's just maybe something we don't talk about. And here's what I'm going to say. When we talk about finding room to really be ourselves and use our voice and build that confidence, like what is the one thing that I want you to think about in your own head right now, what is the one thing that holds you back from doing all the things you want to do? You know, why do we hold ourselves back? You know, maybe you wanted to start a new business venture. Maybe you wanted to go back to school. Maybe you want to move, maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to start a fitness journey, or you want to, I don't know, it it could be many things. And so ask yourself, why aren't you doing it? And when I ask myself that honest question, a lot of times it comes down to fear, but that fear is shame based. I'm fearful that it won't work out. Well, who cares if it doesn't work? What? Well, because what society and what people do around us when we fail is they shame us and it becomes a self-shaming and we get it from other people. You should have known better. Why'd you do that? That was stupid. Oh, you're a loser. You're a failure. I knew you couldn't make it all those things and I've been told some of those things by people um, and even when I've when I've made big strides and I'm proud of myself and have been successful, you've heard me talk about this. you'll still have people try and bring you down and take away from your accomplishments. But a lot of times we hold ourselves back because of that fear and that shame. And so what shame does is shame keeps us stuck. And what shame also does is it wants us to keep things a secret. And what you'll learn is that, I I talk a lot about this um, in the therapy sessions that I do, is that secrets keep us sick. Um, When we keep things bottled up and hidden, that's when we're alone in our thoughts and they eat us up. And it's not good for our mental health, our mental well-being. Or, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Um, You know, we're creatures that crave connection. And so when we get stuck and uh, we hide how we're feeling and we hide our story, um, man, it, it takes a toll on you. Now, I've hidden things about even some of my own successes. I've hid because I've heard the chatter Um, That people have said. And like I said, you might have something really exciting to share, and someone's gonna try and shoot it down. And so, this last year, I've really been reworking on myself again of not being afraid to share my story. And recently, I got that sucker punch in the face again of like being vulnerable and real and putting myself out there is you're gonna be misunderstood. And there are some people that no matter how nice you are, genuine, they're just not going to like you. Uh, You know, they say that sometimes your spirit just irritates other people's spirit. And I'm a really spiritual person and I totally believe in that. And, you know, with that being said, you have a voice for a reason. So use it. And you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But what happens when you are being genuine and you are following what your heart is telling you to do and you're sharing your story and then someone comes along and does something super hurtful? Are you going to quit? Are you going to revert back? Are you going to want to retreat and go into hiding and let the labels and words that people say about you define you and hold you back from what you feel is your purpose and your calling? Or are you going to stay rooted and planted and firm and stick your feet in the ground and say, I will not be shaken, right? Because it's easy for me to tell you that that's what I do and that's what you should do, is to go boldly and confidently in the direction that you feel the universe or God is calling you to be. Because the road to being you is a hard road only because other people make it that way and we listen to them. So that's kind of where this podcast comes into. I love Brene Brown. In one of her quotes, you know, she talks about when you put, when you're in the arena and you're daring greatly, you're going to get your ass kicked. And I tell you what, she's absolutely right. I've gotten my ass kicked a million times by, you know, going confidently and boldly um, towards my dreams. And I have failed. I have failed many times. And I've learned some hard lessons. And I've also succeeded and I have reached so many dreams and met so many beautiful people. But if you're going to do anything big, you're going to have to take it, you know, with a grain of salt. You're going to take a few on the chin. uh, But the journey is beautiful nonetheless. And so if you play small, you lose small. If you play big, you know, like I said, you're going to come across some obstacles, and some difficulties. But it'll be worth it in the end. And I wanted to put this out there because I don't want anyone to feel alone because typically I've had this happen to me before and I've decided to bury it and hide it because I felt so awful and I realized all it did for me was it ate at me and I I had to release it. So, I'm, I'm going to let you in on this. I talk a lot about, um, you know, in my law enforcement experience to the idea of, you know, your enemy, right? I mean, we all have enemies out there. And if you believe in the spiritual world, a lot of it is spiritual. And, and there's a spiritual warfare that is going on constantly, whether we're aware of it or not. And if you're thinking about your enemy sometimes you've identified who they are. Other times, you know, the scariest enemy that's out there is someone who's dressed as a friend. And I've I've experienced this before where people will come into your life and all of a sudden, you know, they've studied you a little bit so they know what you like, what you don't like, and they become kind of this chameleon. And they somehow infiltrate your life and they're good and they're manipulative and you think that you know they're dressed in kindness and all these good things and similarities and I've had it happen to me a few times where then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh like they just wanted what I have they didn't they really weren't similar to me uh they really weren't a good person and they've infiltrated your life so much that all of a sudden now you're on the outside looking in I I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I've had this happen before, and I am a super nice person, and I totally believe in helping other people, and I really do believe that everyone has a seat at the table. God makes us all unique and all all different, and so even if both of us, like, you guys all know Vicky. She's been on here. Her and I do the same thing. Like, we're both boutique owners, but we are also very different, and so we we're not in competition at all. in fact, like her and I help each other because that's what we're here to do. Um, And again, we know that although we sell very similar stuff and we're in the same industry, we also have our own unique twist and that's what sets you apart. So again, like I truly believe that everybody, God creates everyone different and unique And he gives you those unique qualities and visions and dreams and goals because there's room for all of us to do that. But I've had it where people have wanted what I have without putting in the work. Or sometimes we talk about people are really insecure and jealous. And so they put people down and they talk bad about people to help make them and their life feel better. But I worked with a lot of criminals in prison and a lot of them did the same thing. They'd pick up pieces of information about you and all of a sudden they've studied you. Oh, Miss Fuchs likes motorcycles. Well, I like motorcycles today. So I'm going to use that so I can talk to her and get more information out of her. Or, oh, Mallory is a business owner. Well, I'm gonna act like I'm a business owner so then I can get more information out of her so I can know how to do this for me, right? Like, I don't know if anyone has experienced this. Just be mindful of how much information you give away to people, how much you allow people to come into your life. I'm not saying you gotta be paranoid by any means because you don't wanna live that way either, but you just wanna be mindful and we taught, I say this a million times, When something feels off, just trust that, okay, and and start paying attention. But what happens, yes, when your enemy has infiltrated your life and they're a so-called friend, yet you, you haven't identified yet of their true intentions, right? It's a scary thing. You know, it's hard to be vulnerable and raw when you know that that could be used against you. And the world can be awful. And so it brings me to this. If anyone has ever received hate mail, like I've heard a lot of successful people talk about that they get hate mail all the time. Or people post, and comment really nasty stuff about them. And they all say the same thing. Like, I'm just working towards my goals, hoping to inspire the person next to me. But typically, that hate mail, those hate messages, don't come from strangers. They come as people dressed as family and friends, people from your hometown, people that know you. And it's amazing to me because I've heard that across the board from many people in my life, also people that I look up to and I follow, and they all say the same thing. You, you can't take it personal and you got to brush it off, although it is hurtful and it is personal, but you can't allow to take, don't carry that, it's not yours to carry. But it's one thing when those messages are said to you and you know who said it. It's another thing when you get sent an anonymous letter. Because now you have to reevaluate who's in your life. And it does something to you psychologically, right? And I think about... Like I said, I can get on here all day and tell you, don't let it bother you, brush it off. But I am going to tell you, it did happen to me and my family as of recently. And at first I was just kind of like, what in the actual, what is this? And then as, you know, I kind of took myself out of the equation and put like an investigator hat on and I was like this person is or people group of are hella disturbed people and so now I'm a little it's not even about you can say whatever you want about me but now this is becoming a little bit creepy because you've done enough studying of my family and I tell you what, I don't take any of that lightly. And a lot of that has to do with my background and work. But it was somebody that knew my family well. Because as I was reading the letter, I was like, nobody nobody knows that. And, and mm, there's only a handful of people that know that. And I know who I told that to about me and so then it begins to be that questioning of whom have I let into my circle and why would someone send such an you know hateful it was all very shallow hateful stuff to somebody and I tell you what It's obviously someone who's a coward and someone who's unhappy, and and we can say those things, which those are all true, but it, it still hurts, right? And a lot of people are like, oh, just brush it off, don't, you know, don't give them what they want. Listen, I don't care what they want, okay? I'm taking care of my garden and myself, and I'm telling you, it did, it it was hurtful. And I had some ugly cries with my husband (laughs) and, you know, some ugly cries. And he's so great because he's so encouraging. But you have to feel those feelings, right? You got to feel them and then you got to work through them. And me and my family have been talking and I think about, you know, right now is a hard time. It's, this year has been really odd. And a lot of our coping skills have been taken away. You also don't, again, yeah, I put a lot out on Facebook to encourage people. and But at the same time, we don't always know what people are going through either. And I think about if I had been really struggling with my mental health or, you know, everyone in my family, like, that. Uh, you know, we were all targets of this horrible letter. What if? we were really struggling. Those, those are the types of letters that push people over the edge. And so I guess I'm kind of glad like I got it because I'm going to work through it. But you are accountable for the words you say, whether they're anonymous or not. And the other thing is there's no such thing as anonymous anymore. I mean, eventually it's gonna come out, who wrote it. But nonetheless, I don't even care about who wrote it at this point. What I'm saying is, if you ever get hate mail anonymous or signed, I used to think keeping it a secret was like, oh, I don't want them to win and I'm just gonna pick myself up and keep moving. For me, this time around, I was like, hell no. I am not gonna take this on. This is not mine to carry. Whoever wrote this is a horrible human being human beings. Um, And I'm not going to sit in shame and I'm not going to sit in silence and I'm not going to let this eat me up inside anymore. And that's the advice I'd give to somebody else. You know, don't let people label you because what these individuals want is for you to stop being you and loving your life. And you're obviously doing something right. I mean, if someone's taking their time to study you, follow you on Facebook, and you're just living your life and enjoying it and trying to make an impact while doing it, and that bothers them, like, I don't really know, I don't know what to say about that other person, but what they want is for you to stop because they're jealous of it. And don't stop. Keep going, girlfriend. Like, don't let other people deter you from your, whatever it is you're working towards. And so that's what the devil will do. The devil will, he's a liar. And he works through people, like these people who wrote this letter. Saying awful and hurtful things, making you want to just run away and hide. And it reminds me of, I related so much to the movie The Lion King. When Scar comes out and blames Simba for killing his father, even though he knew he didn't do it, and Scar makes him feel so bad and saying, you know, how his family is not going to love him, and just to run away, Simba, run away. Well, he did that because he knew Simba had greatness in him. And he couldn't, you know, Scar needed Simba to leave for him to take over. And... When the devil knows you have greatness inside of you, he is going to work overtime and do whatever he can to silence you and to make you feel bad. And I'm here to tell you, do not run away. Do not feel bad. Stand your ground. Stand firm. Be rooted. And keep going. Right? And, you know, I also, you know, had a long conversation with my husband, my family, and couple of my coolest friends and, you know, I let them read it and I'm like, okay, is there any truth to this? I mean, I know that there's not, but again, I'm also the type of person I'm constantly working on myself and I'm open to criticism. I'm not perfect, but at the same time, I also don't want to believe stuff that's not true. I'm, I'm really mindful of what words and people I allow to influence my life. And whoever these people are, I want nothing to do with them. I don't want them to influence me or my family or anybody for that matter. And so this time around, I decided I'm not going to be quiet about it. You know, the devil also wants you to be confused, right? This is part of it, too. It was written anonymously. What kind of icky person does that? Because to me, you know, if you're a Christian, I align I a lot of my life up with, what the word says and what what my spirit says and so to me this is an evil person or group of people because yeah now there's confusion you've created confusion in my life and I'm not really sure now do I even want to continue to tell my story do I want to continue to try and help people and who in our circle is responsible for this and who can I trust right And you just at some point have to give it to God. Like I said, I mean, again, what happens in the dark comes to the light eventually. And I'm not going to worry about that. I am going to be more mindful of who is in my life, but I'm not going to let it stop me. You know, And, and the other thing that the devil does is he, she, whatever, they will want you to be alone in your thoughts and to feel alone, and to feel like you don't belong, to feel like there's something wrong with you. And, and that's what this hate letter was. It, it was to make all of us feel bad um, because a lot of it was very, like I said, again, it was pretty superficial stuff, like attacking things that were a little ridiculous, but knew enough so that we know that, I mean, we know who these people are, right? But the devil wants you to sit alone in your thoughts and feel those things and to feel shameful. And like I said, I have to bring that out to light and work through it. I'm not gonna keep, it's not my secret to keep. I mean, whoever wrote it, I mean, if you don't want anyone to know you wrote it, you probably shouldn't have done it in the first place. Like, again, I'm not gonna stop living my life because of this. But I also wanna say that It's, everyone deals with these things differently, but I at least wanted to share in case anyone else has gone through this, is going through this, to know that you're not alone. And find your, you know, your small circle of people that you know you can go to, um, I have really figured that out, especially in the last week, like who my people are and who my people are not. And so, again, God will also do this great thing where he will show you who people really are and who should really be in your life and who shouldn't. And don't feel bad for setting those boundaries. But what I want you to be mindful of is the enemy will come dressed Sometimes is everything you've ever wanted. It'll come dressed as somebody who acts like they're really caring and giving and might be out in the community spotlight. Um, Pay attention to people. Pay attention to your gut feelings. And don't ever let anybody make you feel bad. For you being you, and especially if it's something you feel called or led to do, don't let the devil use other people to stop you. Um, like I said, stay, stay firm, stay planted, stay rooted, and you will, you'll withstand that storm. And so, this time around if you follow me on Facebook, I've cracked a few jokes because some of the stuff was just absolutely ridiculous. And so instead of it let it like, it letting, or me letting it bother me, I've decided I'm just gonna use it as a fire, right? Like, to fuel me to continue to be me and to be talking the truth and to share my story. So you guys, you know, honestly, you gave me a new chapter for my book. Like, in a way, it's kind of like, well, thank you, you know? I mean, I'm going to use this to help other people. Um, again, don't let others break you. And yeah, let it fuel you. Um, I'm not going to waste another minute feeling bad about it. I'm going to learn from it, grow from it, and I'm going to help other people because of it. And so sometimes our enemy is what promotes us. And sometimes... I'm not going to say necessarily that God allows it to happen, but God didn't stop it because I guess I'm looking at it this way, is, again, sometimes our enemies are what promotes us to the next level. So, I want you to go out there. I want you to be real. I want you to be raw, but I also want you to know there's going to be some people out there that are going to try and talk you out of it make you feel bad for it. Um, there's going to be people that just don't like you, and and you got to make peace with that and be okay with that, but don't let it stop you from being you and carrying out whatever dream God put in your heart. Um, and again, if you ever find yourself a victim to heartless, cruel, icky, cowardly people just remember that you're not them. Um, People who are behind you are the only people that are talking bad about you. People in front of you, real people who are genuine, people in front of you are never going to talk behind you. And they're going to reach their hand out and they're going to help you up. Um, And that's one thing I've learned. And I guess I'm just putting it out there in the universe that if if anyone has ever gone through this or is going through something similar, like, I just want to put it out there to give you the strength to use it as a motivator and just know that you're loved and you're capable and you're worthy and you're amazing. Keep being a badass, keep trailblazing, and keep being you. So, obviously, we need some more real ass genuine women out there in this world. So send you out there. Be real. Be raw. Go after your dreams and don't let anybody stop you. Till next time, ladies.